0: Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High 5 gear H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.hi5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy high 5
1: Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at BowlingThisMonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. This is Chris
0: Barnes, and you're listening to Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg.
1: Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA now here's your host tim berg joining me in the above 180.com podcast is tim mack tim is a european sales manager for storm he's also the owner of tim mack victory lanes pro shop tim it's tim berg here thanks for joining me
0: it's always great to be on here tim i appreciate the time and uh anytime i get a chance to speak about bowling and talk to you know talk to good people that do great things for the sport like you it's a uh, it's a privilege. So, well, pl- pleasure to be back on.
1: I certainly do appreciate that. So, let's get into things now. You, aside from everything you have going on with your responsibilities at Storm, you now are a pro shop owner. So, let's talk yeah. about that. Why was this the right time for you to you and your wife to hop into the pro shop industry?
0: Um, listen, I, I think what, what COVID taught me was that, uh, you know, you got to be more effective uh, remotely doing your job. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I love the fact that I've been able to be with storm. This is my 27th year finishing up my 27th year going on my 28th year next year. And, you know, I've got great responsibilities over there. We've got a great team in place on our international team in the in, uh, you know, in, in, in uh, in Europe. So Bill Crispin is, um, Bill and Barb Crispin have been wonderful people to me and I'm very thankful for that. And, um, as a plane flies overhead, sorry about that. <laughs> I, uh, And, uh, you know, I just, uh, there was an opportunity to present itself at home. My daughter is 15 years old and I want to watch her play soccer as well. And, and, uh, you know, strategic and trying to get my work done in Europe. And let's be honest, uh, Tim, there's no pro shops open at 5. AM when uh, I wake up in the morning to to, to connect with our customer basis in Europe. And, uh, I had an opportunity to influence the Indianapolis bowling community and do something, you know, something good for the community here and, and get involved where I can, uh, Try to build, a, uh, you know, my own business here, and uh, help the sport of bowling, and um, you know, just make it better for everybody. So it, it was kind of a no-brainer. You know, the, the Royal Pin Entertainment Group have been fantastic. Uh, they've been welcoming me, uh, you know, since since we started these negotiations, and uh, it's just been wonderful. To I have three, I have new three brand new stores uh, built from the ground up, um, in Western Bowl. Uh, in, in Indianapolis and in Expo Bowl uh, in Indianapolis and also the, the, the world-famous Woodland Bowl where, where it hosts so many PDA events. So, yeah, there has uh, it's been a lot on the plate, that's for sure. Tim, what are a few
1: things you've learned since you purchased the Pro Shop?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, listen, it's interesting, right? You know, people, uh, your customers become creatures of habit, I think, over time. So, you know, my job is just to give the best customer service I can with the knowledge that I've gained with, uh, you know, with our product line, you know, with the storm product line and being out, you know, working with the professionals and also being a bowler myself for all the years I've been a bowler is try to, you know, uh, educate them and, and and bring them up to speed for the modern game of bowling, because, you know, the, the pro shop, uh, experience isn't the same as it was five years ago or 10 years ago. It's, you know, the, the, you have to really know what's going on as far as, uh, you know, the balls and matching your balls to your customer experience and making sure people get fitted, right. And, uh, make sure they have the, the you know the the right tools in place so that they can you know enhance their bowling experience and have the best bowling experience that uh, that that they're, they they they're sought out after so you know it's a, it's a big task right and it's a great op- opportunity to influence the community uh in a positive way and um you know make an impact uh, to to continue to grow bowling here locally while uh you know while I got all the, all the other responsibilities
1: yeah, so you mentioned Woodland Bowl there in Indianapolis. That, coincidentally, is the uh, the uh beginning of the PBA schedule next year, the first tournament. They get right out of the gate. I'd love to get your opinion. PBA, uh, the schedule was released for the tour guys uh, a couple weeks back maybe, but beginning right with the major, 2023 U.S. Open presented by Go Bowling. Boy, there's there's uh, there's no break, so there's going to be a lot of people preparing for that uh, this year. But what other things stuck out to you taking a look at that schedule as someone who's been out there as a tour rep and, and uh, continues to follow the PBA?
0: Yeah, I think the one thing that you know, five majors all on network television is great. You got to you got to you got to salute the Bolero Group and Tom and Tom Clark for making that happen with Fox. Fox has been a great partner. I think that's I think that's phenomenal that they're all going to be on Fox and that you're going to going to be able to watch them live the majors i think um it's going to be interesting to see who do, who does their homework right who gets ready for the season uh, the earliest with uh with the us open being you know one of the most sought out titles on the schedule being being the first out of the gate so uh the people that are preparing now and doing the things now to get ready for the us open are the guys that're going to bowl the best i thought that was very interesting um you know to start the season out with with a giant major um you know then the person that wins that major is you know is, initially gets a leg up on player of the year cuz it's such a big tournament. You know, the US Open is uh you know, it's almost like winning you know two and a half tournaments when you win the US Open. So, uh it's uh it's 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 interesting to see the direction that they're going that, that it went in, but it's exciting for the definitely for the Indianapolis bowling community here, you know, being being Woodland being a you know, uh such a, a regular on the PBA schedule uh to have them here in town is going to be great and uh you know i i look forward to doing whatever i can uh, you know on on any side of the uh, of the spectrum whether that's help my tour team you know with our tour team and uh and be part of that or whether it's you know you help the, and also help the customer basis that's going to be inside you know getting them, getting them the best pro shop experience and uh you know just being 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 part of the fold you know where where everything's uh you know going to be happening there it's it's exciting times there's no doubt about it so um you know, it's major heavy of the the tour, the tour schedule. Uh, you know, I, I feel like there's going to be some more events, uh, you know, that'll trickle out through the the middle or the end of the year. And, um, you know, right now, what better way to finish off the tour season than with the, with the PBA league and, uh, you know, in Portland, Maine in September. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity out there for the bowlers, a lot of opportunity out there for, um, you know, for who, who is there, you know, who's going to be that next guy that steps up and, 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 uh, Tries to knock Belmo off the perch, you know. Simonson almost did it this year with two major championships, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be exciting times for, for for the bowling community and and the PBA, and um, I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, I I, I won't be competing at all uh, myself uh, at all. I've uh, got some serious health issues that I've, I'm fighting, so uh, I'll be I'll be watching from afar. And if I like I said, if I can help my tour team. You know, if they need assistance, you know the storm, the storm tour team, which I've been part of for, you know, more than more than a decade now, um, be more than happy to get out there and, and help the guys, especially since I live here.
1: So, Tim, as as um, one of the things I, I'd love to get your perspective on is the Masters. There was a lot made. The Masters sold out almost instantly. I think we both saw this on social media. People yeah, talking 100%. how it sold out a hundred. You know, it sold out. There's a waiting list already. How much does that say that bowling is back? And then there's also, then of course, there's always these conversations. Should just anyone be allowed to go to the Masters? And so I'd love to get your perspective, your, your, you know, your thoughts on both of them because I've talked to players and I'll also get your opinion on this as well. I've talked to players who bowl it and they almost say, once you make it, now it's a, it's a whole new tournament. You're starting over and you just bowl, you're just bowling against who, you know, you're in the big bracket and you're bowling and that's all you can do. And um, and if, if who knows amateurs can make it? We've seen some talented amateurs make, make it to the finals before. So should it be an open field tournament or more of a an invite only type event like the U.S. Open is and other tournaments are?
0: Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind having one big event for, for you know for the bowling community. What it what it shows you is you know the Midwest bowling community in, in the Detroit area is hungry to bowl tournaments. You know I think it's a great thing that it sold out that quick and you probably could have made it 500 entries if you wanted to. Uh, across it, it reminds me of the old Carolier days at the U.S. Open when you had to navigate all the challenges, you know, to, 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 to try to get to, you know, to the match play and then, uh, you know, the cash is round and the match play and then what have you in the, in the, at Carolier in New Brunswick, New Jersey. So, um, you know, uh, the, the Masters, they, they say it's the easiest, hardest major to win, right? You, you just have to make the field, but you have to win separate tournaments along the process to get there. So, um, you know, whoever wins the Masters is going to have their work cut out for him. I remember last year uh, in Las Vegas, Norm Duke was the the number one seed, and Anthony Simonson, you know, doubled. You know, got the first. I think he doubled in the tenth to win. And um, you know, it was a it was a it was a crazy week that week. And uh, you know, the scores were tough. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, there's a lot of great amateur bowlers up in the the Detroit area. You got to remember, Brian Bogosian in 1999 won it as an amateur. There's been other amateurs that have won it with Brett Wolf. He's won it as well. So uh, that, that's just a, to name a few in the, in the last, uh, you know, two decades. Um, it's been, uh, you know, Jason Queens won the masters as well. I think in 1997, he won it. So it shows you that, uh, you know, that, that it's, you know, it gives that the amateurs have a chance at any time. Um, but, but um, it also shows you the, the, the crazy interest of, you know, people wanting to bowl and getting out there and, you know, and competing and, one of the most sought out uh, majors on the, on the schedule. So I got no issue with everybody wanting the ball, you know, and the people that got shut out, you know, a lesson learned, you know, get your entry in early, you know, and, uh, you know, do your homework. Um, do I think that the, 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 the top, let's say top 50 or 70 on the tour should have a, you should definitely have a, you know, an opportunity to, to sign up first i have, uh, you know, have the entry given to, you know, were there options first? 100%. Definitely. Uh, but does that mean that you're shutting out the rest of the public or a great bowling story that, that could be out there? No, I don't think you should do that. Um, but, uh, I also don't think you should be able to have a 140 average and come out and bowl the Masters. I can't, you know, for example, I can't, I can't go down to Augusta and just decide to walk on the golf course, you know, because I want to enter the Masters. You know, there, there should, there should be certain rules and regulations in place to a certain extent to allow these guys to play. But, um, you definitely got to protect your upper players that are bowling for, for a living too, because they don't have as many opportunities, you know, they're not out there 36 weeks out of the year. So, you know, they get shut out of a major where there's a $100,000 opportunity for first prize to make and, you know, they're shut out. So, um, yeah, it's a fine balance, right? It's a balance. You got to walk between, uh, between the two. Um, I don't have that answer. What that, what the exact, uh, reason or reasoning should be, for the people, but I, I can tell you that, uh, I, I do think, I do think some of the amateurs 100% should be a lot the bowl. No doubt about it. We've had some, we've had some great stories, you know, with some of these amateurs in the past from winning. So, you know, Jason Queen shot 300 on TV and, 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 uh, in Birmingham, Alabama, you know, and ended up winning the masters. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, that's, that's, that's a difficult one, but, I do think, um, there should be a, a slotted enough slots for players that are, you know, that are in the top 50 in points or what have you on the PBA. And then, you know, after that, you know, it's, uh, Whoever gets there first.
1: It's whoever is, is, there first. So you mentioned earlier people right now, if they're smart, they're preparing now for that PW, uh, PBA tour. Let's talk sure. about that. What should they be doing? And, and the smart ones already know this and they're already doing this and they're going, going to, uh, they'll, they'll be ready because it's, it looks like this year to me, I mean, there's probably some breaks in here for folks to take some time off. But if, if you're bowling well, which hopefully everyone feels they are, you're not. There's not a lot of time in between each event. So, what should they be doing now after maybe having a little bit of a break uh, through parts of the fall?
0: I think. I, I think if you're a PBA member, you should be bowling every regional known to mankind that's, a, that's that's eligible and any event that you can bowl, any competitive event you could bowl. There's no substitute for competition games. You can't. You can't simulate your heartbeat. You can't simulate. You know the. You know just the feel of uh, and uh, the. Um, the the environment of bowling competition games. So, the guys that are going to have the most competition games in that come into that event that 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 don't feel like oh it's the first event of the year you know I'm rusty. That's where uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think um, you know a guy like Jason Belmonte he's bowling. You know you know I talked to Jason quite a bit. So he's um, you know they're down there getting ready to bowl the uh, the uh, the IBF. World World Open or World Championships, whatever it is down there. World Cup, the IBF World Cup, Team World Cup, and uh, that's a good that's a good event to get ready for. But it's November, right? What do you What's going to happen come December, beginning of January? So, you know, um, you got to get competition games and and then um, you know the guys are taking care of their bodies and you know and taking care of their, their fitness and 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 doing the right things, eating the right way, and and uh, doing it now. You know, those guys are going to be ready for that. You know the That long 56 game plus, uh, haul to, to get to the, the stepladder. You know, it's a, you don't get, you don't, you don't make the U.S. Open, uh, top five by accident. There's not a lot of guys that fall through the cracks and make a TV show by accident or by bowling bad. Most of those guys, um, are either prepared or, or, or they're bowling well or bowl really well that week. So, um, bowlers got their hands full. There's, there's no doubt about it.
1: Please remember to check out BowlingThisMonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource, all at your fingertips. Seeing some great articles, of course, down your left-hand side, you have your ball reviews, your featured articles, Doing, seeing some great stuff there regarding how to help you improve your game, challenges on improving your bowling practices, a great article there by Dean Champ you'll want to check out. Also, talking about dealing with lane topography, something we hear a lot of bowlers talk about, and, uh, and how to deal with, uh, you know, we hear a lot of focus on oil patterns and this and that, when really lane topography is much more important. We need to check that out as well. Also, I'm seeing an article talking about seven exercises to improve your stability. Lots of great stuff. That's a, a new area that a lot of bowlers are getting into is, uh, is, is staying fit off the lanes to help them on the lanes and also snack better, bowl better. Great stuff there. Again, check everything out, all at your fingertips, bowlingthismonth.com. You're also going to want to look your best down the lane, so check out h5gbrands.com. No hidden artwork fees, thousands of designs to choose from. They walk you through the process. You get to customizably build your own jersey, have your jersey fit your personality. Again, everything at your fingertips there. you can. They'll walk you through that process. Very simple, very straightforward. Check everything out. Or if you're looking for a PBA Pro Replica jersey, they're there as well. PBA Junior merchandise, everything all at your fingertips. You're heading out to a different tournament. I'm seeing lots of different things that they're a part of. Check everything out, h5gbrands.com. Best part about it, too, use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. Promo code ABOVE180 will get you $20 off your order. Whether you're a high school, a college, you're heading out to bowl a tournament, the ABTs, uh the uh, World Bowling Cup, the Road to the Gold, Junior Gold, anything you're bowling. Check out H5GBrands.com for all your dye supplemented jersey needs. Tim, I'd also love your perspective, and this is... For the listeners, your advice for them or how to handle it—I'm sure on a when you're when you were out there behind the guys helping them out on, on the uh, as a staffer with the tour players for Storm Roto and 900—it was a, it was probably on a case-by-case basis. But how do how do you think, or how would you uh, uh, suggest bowlers appro- approach if they're in a little bit of a slump? Is it better for them to keep bowling? Can you bowl your way out of a slump, or is it better to, to maybe take a break? And, and break can be defined as, as what what to each their own, I guess, as far as how long of a break that is or sure. what that break looks like.
0: Great question, but, um, you know, is it a mental slump? Is it a physical slump? Is it, uh, you know, those are two different things. Sometimes the mind needs the rest, and you just got to, you know, put your feet up, go have spend time with your family, friends, you know, or or get away. But then sometimes it's a physical thing that you need to work on or, or work through, or you know, get with one of your best coaches and get get some reps in. So, you know, there's there's a number of different ways to to, to combat that. But you know, what's happened in the, these last past couple of years is the tour season is is so short uh, that you're not really afforded, you know, to to fall into a slump or, or or fall into a an issue where, you know, it's uh you know, where where you don't have a, uh, you know. You, you don't have the opportunity to take two or three weeks off. You just don't because there's not enough events. So um, you've got to be real strategic in, in in what you're trying to do and and how you're trying to work through those problems, you know, whether it's uh, working through them, you know, with you know, a coach or, a, or or working through them with uh, somebody that you're comfortable with. You know, slumps come, come in all different size, shapes, and forms. And um, I've seen guys get mentally burned out. You know, I've seen guys press hard because – you know, they need points to get into the top eight, the tour championship, or, you know, they, they, they need, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to make cuts or, you know, or, 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 or make money. So there's a number of different things you got to do there. And I think, uh, you know, each one of them has a little bit different responsibility. There are times where you need to, you need, you need to shell because it's such a physical game to you need your body to retool, whether you need a, a 24 or 48 hour break and you just get out of the bowling center, or you, you clear your mind or you go do something that you enjoy to do. I know a lot of guys go play golf a lot. It's a big thing for them just to get outside because they're indoors so much just to get out and breathe the fresh air. And then some uh, other times guys are in there, you know, working. You take a guy like Chris Barnes, who's always tinkering and tinkering and tinkering. And um, I remember he made a big grip change. Uh, you know, where, you know, I mean, we had the TSC, I think last year, and he's just having some problems and made a grip change in which he hadn't changed his grip in quite a long time. And he had a, a dominant senior tour performance, you know, once you got comfortable and started bowling well again. So there's a lot of, you know, there's not one set way or one right answer to tell you what to do when you're slumping, especially when it could be a physical or a mental uh, battle.
1: Tim, putting on your sales rep overseas sales rep hat for Storm, Mm -hmm. We've came back here stateside, and I talked to proprietors and talked to different people, and they're seeing lineage like you won't believe. People are back bowling here stateside, but how is sure. it like? We we sometimes feel like I think we're insulated here. You you talk to people all across the world. How are things sure. worldwide going bowling bowling wise, Pat? Uh, pre post COVID, and and how are th- you know how are how are other countries handling it and making their way through things?
0: Right, I, I think we saw right when we started to get out of COVID, we saw a giant uptick. Uh, you know, in bowling just in general, people, people were tired of being cooped up, cooped, cooped up and they had dollars to spend and they wanted to get out there and they wanted to bowl and they wanted to, you know, buy some products and, and, you know, they really, and, and, and just one of the, they were tired of being, you know, watching TV. And, um, I thought we, I, th- I thought that was pretty universal across, across, across the globe. Um, and now, um, you know, we're having some battles with, you know, uh, the, the dollars the strongest it's been in quite a long time um, you know, in reference to Europe and some Asian countries. And, uh, you know, we still, we've, we've got a war going on over there still in Europe, which is really challenging because, you know, there's, there's a lot of oil production, a lot of energy production that comes out, you know, between those two countries. And, uh, you know, it's, it's rising the cost and some concerns, you know, throughout, throughout throughout the areas there uh, on the competitive side of bowling and also just the economy side. So, um, there are some challenges that the world is is, is working through, but, uh, you know, bowling is healthy, too, you know. We, in the past, you know, bowling is, quote-unquote, recession-proof, right? It doesn't, you know, when, when things are going great, bowling's still there, and when things are going bad, bowling's still there. Um, so let's hope, uh, you know, it can continue. You know, we we're seeing some, some challenges across the country right now, excuse me, across the world with uh, – you know, especially the strength of the dollar. I think that's been a big, a big, a big deal. Um, let's see if things stabilize, and uh, you know, the 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 bowling can you know the competitive bowling part of the game can come back and 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 be where it was right out of post COVID, which was super strong. So we're still seeing a lot of great things here in the states. Um, we are seeing some challenges in some other areas, but I, I you know I, I anticipate that uh, you know bowling and bowlers in general they're resilient. We're a resilient group of people. And it's a, it's a giant world, but bowling's a big, but it's also a very connected family. And, uh, I think we're all, uh, we're all in it for the same reasons. And, and I, I think, uh, you know, it'll persevere you know over the long haul. And, uh, as long as our, you know, we've got people, we've got good leaders and in, in good areas, you know, and, uh, you know, the leadership, uh, of our sport needs to, you know, sometimes change is imminent and we, you know, we, we need, we need proactive leaders that, uh, you want to galvanize people together and not split them apart, and uh, I think that's hurt in some areas here in the country. And I also think it's um, it's uh, you know it's uh, it's important for the growth of of the sport moving forward.
1: Well, awesome, Tim Mack. Want to thank you for being here today on the Above One Hundred and Eighty Dot Com podcast. All the best of luck with everything you have going on there. We, uh, we hear the pins in the background and hear it's pretty crazy where you're at and, um, and know you're yeah. taking some time away to, uh, to chat while you're, uh, at the shop there. So very much appreciate your time and, um, and all the best of luck moving forward with things. And I will be certainly uh, catching up with you again down the road.
0: Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks again for having me on. It's, uh, it's always a privilege to get on and talk about bowling and and a little bit about what's going on. And, um, you know, it's, it's a different perspective that I'm getting to see now, which is great. And, uh, really in the end of the day it's just trying to make the the sport and bowling better and and uh, make people have a better bowling experience and we continue to do that together you know we're going to be just fine moving forward so thanks again for having me on